Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be starting with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Violet Defense for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement some of their existing products, or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense and go to www.violetdefense.com for more information. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com for more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You really need to check these products out. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. You won't be disappointed. We also want to thank our friends at Huddle. Remember at Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras, of course there's analytics, and a whole lot more. Huddle's built for every level of play. If you're a club or a youth coach, you should be using Huddle. High schools and colleges have been using Huddle for years, and even professional teams are using Huddle to improve the play of their teams. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches at the college and universities that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your teams and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to Huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also wanna thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their sponsorship of the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect some comprehensive data 
that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or athletes, you're really missing out on a great resource. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. And we want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more about their products at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We are kicking off the new year uh, by visiting the great state of Delaware, and we're going to talk with Robert Baron. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the director of athletics at Caesar Rodney High School in Camden, Delaware. Uh, Coach, uh, welcome to the podcast and happy new year. Yeah, great. Thanks to have me on the, uh, on the show here. I, uh, I definitely um, feel as if uh, this is an important step, uh, getting, getting to see Jake and, and listen to all the other future people on here. I've, I've listened to almost every episode as well, trying to, you know, increase my, my knowledge of uh, being a better athletic director. And, and um, yeah, thanks for having me on the show here. Appreciate it. Oh, no, absolutely. Uh, we wanted to come back to Delaware and, uh, you know, you are definitely what we would call a friend of the show. Uh, you know, we see your comments and we appreciate your support. Well, let's go and jump right into it. It's a busy time. Uh, and we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? And, and how did your path lead you to uh, your current job at uh, Rodney High School? Thank you. Uh, well, I grew up in New Jersey. Uh, I graduated uh, from uh, Southern Regional High School in 1999. Moved on from, uh, from New Jersey to a little school in Delaware called Wesley College. I went off to Wesley uh, studying sports uh, medicine as my undergraduate degree. I was there from 99 to 03. And after I finished, I, uh, I always was around sports my whole life. I played soccer in college. I grew up playing sports. I said, I got to figure out something to stay within this, in this, uh, sports field. Um, I met my wife in college. She was a lacrosse player at Wesley as well. And, uh, she kind of let me into this direction of, Hey, why don't you stay on at Wesley and, and, and become like an intern? So I stayed on uh, for not sure if many people are familiar with the, one of the top division three football programs many years ago, Wesley football. Uh, Mike Drass was the head football coach um, who gave me a chance and I kind of stayed on, did an internship with him, uh, did my master's degree there, finished that in teaching. And after that, I did my student teaching at a little school right by Wesley called Campus Community High School, uh, right out of college. Um, they had an opening as an athletic director. I was 23 years old. I thought that was a great opportunity. I get a big lanyard of keys. I love sports. Let's, let's get after it. 
And pretty much since, uh, since then, I've been around athletics, been around sports. My kids are playing it their whole lives now. I have two, two young kids. I got an 11-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. Um, I was at Campus Community School for about four or five years. And in 2010, I transferred to where I am here at Cesar Rodney and, and um, kind of went through the, from the ground up to take over for a longtime legend athletic director here at our, at our school, Mike Schoenwolf, who was athletic director for a long time followed in his footsteps. And in 2015, I took over as the full-time athletic director of, uh, of Cesar Rodney High School. Our school population were about 2,200 kids, um, about 26 varsity sports. And uh, you know, that's where I am as of now. I, I, I've been chugging through all the professional development at all the different NIAAA workshops and our state conferences and, and all that to, to learn as much as I can about, about being an athletic director. I always love uh, get to hear the stories, you know, for me, you know, it's the first time hearing it, but uh, you, you talked about uh, a couple of interesting things, you know, number one, uh, having that opportunity to start at a smaller school and, and just kind of hit the ground running. Uh, you know, a lot of times I, I hear stories about people that, uh, you know, they, they don't want to take that offer. They're waiting for that big school or, or that. And, and sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't, but the experiences you get, you know, running that entire program, uh, especially earlier in your career, you know, those are those those valuable lessons, those tools, if you will, that are just hard to um, hard to you know come across. Uh, you also, you know, again, very common theme. You know, loving sports. Uh, you know, you're going to college. You know, how can mm -hmm. I keep doing this? Uh, I, I like to joke that injuries and lack of talent uh, kept me out of the NFL. But uh, I love sports, you know, loved my coaches and just, you know, how can I get a job? How can I convince somebody to pay me to do this? And so uh, very cool to hear that. For our guests, we're, uh, or for our listeners, we're listening to Robert Barat. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the director of athletics at Caesar Rodney High School in Camden, New Jersey. Excuse me, Camden, Delaware. Uh, you threw me with your being born in New Jersey. So, uh <laughs> Uh, we're going to be back with some more, but let's take a quick break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. You've heard me mention many times that we have a Sideline Interactive video score table in our gym, and we just love it. Uh, we use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies. We use it for signing ceremonies. It's a tremendously versatile tool. I really encourage you to check these folks out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Robert Baran, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Athletic Director at Caesar Rodney High School in Camden, Delaware. Coach, um, 
we always like to ask our guests about the people that have had an impact in their life, you know, their mentors. It's such an important part of our profession. So who are some people that had an impact on you? Uh, the expression I always love to use is I still hear those voices in my head, you know, when I'm talking with a kid or a coach. So whose voice do you still hear? Yeah, thanks. It's a great, great question to ask too. I, I don't know if it's cliche to start off with the, uh, the most obvious one, but I'm going to, I'm going to pick my first one is my wife. Um, if it wasn't for her uh, giving me, you know, that opportunity to stick around and, and go to grad school and, and do all that, I don't know what I'd be doing right now. I, I really don't. Um, so I definitely want to make sure that I would mention, mention her as one of my, you know, top mentors as, as, as far as not just by getting me to where I am now, but, you know, I mean, she, she takes care of everything at the house, um, you know, from the kids getting them from, from place to place you know, to, to having food on the table and, and all that, I'd be lost. So without giving the credit to her, I, you know, I definitely want to make sure that that was, that was one of them. Um, and another mentor is a longtime athletic director here who, who I've had the privilege of, of uh, being around prior to, uh, you know, Mr. Schoenwolf, who was here for so many years, was uh, Jim Harvey. Uh, Jim Harvey's like a Delaware athletic director legend. Uh, anybody pretty much in our area knows who that, who that person is. He's still around. Um, he's been coaching our tennis team pretty much since probably about the 70s. Uh, who's a guy I've, I've called all the time, uh, pick up the phone and ask him, hey, how'd you handle this? Or what'd you do for that? Or how'd things go for this? And I can always you know, pick his brain for, for whatever is whatever's needed. Um, a great person to, to constantly have uh, you know, in, in your corner. Um, there's some other athletic directors you know, that I currently serve with all the time. Uh, that I know for a fact, you know, you can, you can call, reach out for, you know, have things you need to, to bounce ideas off of or, you know, anything like that. And, um, you know, I think that then the last one I may want to have is, is just, you know, my parents, when I was growing up, you know, playing sports was, uh, was something I just did. My, my parents were not uh, athletic people. They didn't play sports growing up and, and having me around they're, they're traveling, taking me from, you know, travel camp to travel camp to go here to go there, the tournament here and there. And they would just just get in the car and drive me from where I needed to be. And, and you know, while they didn't play sports, you know, they gave me the ability to love playing and being a part of and now obviously giving back uh, to to uh, to the sports that I love. So. Uh, I love the shout out to the wife. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, our spouses, uh, you know, allow us to do a lot of things and you know, the parents too, you know, um, I, I looked, you were, when you were saying that, I look back at, uh, you know, my mom and dad, and, and they really weren't sport people, but they knew I loved it and, you know, did everything they could to, you know, make sure I had a, a great sport experience, you know, very cool. Thank you. Uh, Rob, we have a lot of uh, young ADs, young listeners to the podcast, and I think it's important to talk about the journey that we take uh, through our state and national associations, the NIAAA. So share a little bit. How did you first get involved? How did you become aware of uh, the state association? And talk a little bit about your journey with NIAAA as well. Yeah, so when I first took over as an athletic director, I want to say that that was uh, 2006. And um, I was literally just by the skin of my teeth trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do to make everything go. And uh, you know, our state association has a great uh, LTI program uh, that was spearheaded by, uh, by Mr. Mr. Joe Thompson, who actually, if, if anybody attended the NIAAA, was one of the uh, award winners while we were out there as well. 
a fantastic guy. And, and I pretty much just, you know, started to just sponge up on him and just follow along with whatever I could to just, to just learn how to do things. I would attend any LTI course that I could attend um, and just show up at any workshop. I would always make myself available saying, Hey, you want me to help, you know, set something up, whatever you need me to do. And, and just kind of just start being around the people that you want to just move along with. And I think that that's important is surrounding yourself by those people. Uh, and if you don't know who those people are, reach out to, you know, maybe a senior athletic director in your conference or, you know, somebody in your state and, and just get on board with that. Uh, so it started local right there. And, and I, I enjoyed taking all those courses because to me, they weren't the English classes of, of, of uh, college. You know, they were focused on what I really, really enjoyed doing and sitting in those LTI courses with other people that, that want to learn. Uh, you bounce ideas off of, and it just keeps growing and growing from there. Um, and now every single year when I attend the national workshops, um, I take one or two LTI courses. I think I only have maybe four or five left that I have not taken out of all of them so far uh, over my journey in, in the last, say, 10, 12 years or so of, of doing it. But um, I definitely think that it's important that, you know, you kind of group up with some people and bounce ideas off of them because that's that's really where a lot of this uh, training uh, comes from and and thinking you're on this own island is uh, is pretty difficult because when you're in a school you're already on your own island because you're the only person in the building doing that job but if you can find other people um, that, that definitely helps uh, so and again like I said little by little you know I'd attend you know my local state workshops and then I go and I attend some Maryland workshops um, and then you know every year I'd attend our national conference for the last uh I'll say six years I've gone out to those. Uh, the first one I went to was in Orlando, I think in 2015. So been a great experience. Yeah. And you brought up a great point. You know, the courses themselves, the LTI courses, you know, stand on their own as, as great experiences, but even within those courses, uh, you're at a table with a bunch of other ADs. And sometimes those discussions uh, you, that's where you get that uh, real nugget of information that you end up taking back to your school. So again, you, you got to get involved at the state level. And when you can, you know, go to those national conferences. They are, uh, as you know, you know, they're truly impactful for all mm -hmm. of us. For listeners, uh, once again, we're visiting with Robert Barant. He's a certified master athletic administrator and the director of athletics at Caesar Rodney High School in Camden, Delaware. We're going to be back with some more. Let's take another quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. We also want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. More than 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, are using Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams and their athletes using video and analytics. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, Smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. We've got a Huddle Focus in our gym and it is fantastic. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs up through high school and colleges and even professional teams are using Huddle to help improve the play of their teams. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college and university teams that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. If you wanna find out more 
about what Huddle can do for you and your program or how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back, everyone, to our visit with Robert Braun, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Rob, now's the time of the podcast where uh, we give you a chance to brag a little bit. Uh, we always try to you know, follow our pattern of sharing best practices. So what are some things at Caesar Rodney High School that you're particularly proud of, that when you sit back and take a look uh, with equal parts pride and humility, uh, you can say, boy, we really do a great job with this. What are some best practices that you can share? Uh, well, first off, I, uh, you know, when, when I started off, I have a, my background picture has some, some uh, our banners and things like that that are hanging. Uh, obviously, state championships are always, you know, important, but I'm not going to really talk about, you know, the, the state championship piece of it. I, I want to talk a little bit more about kind of the atmosphere of, of our school. Um, so our gym was, was very dated. So some of the things we've done as, as far as since I've taken over in 2015 is I've, I've upgraded a lot of our uh, basketball hoops and rims and, and things like that. We've purchased some new uh, uh, wrestling mats and, and uh, things like that. Um, but one of the biggest projects that I think I've, I've kind of been a part of for our school is uh, a big referendum that took place back almost the first year I took over uh, in which we redid our entire athletic facility um, two brand new turf fields, uh, a football stadium, new lights, uh, press boxes. I mean, you, you name it, it was a complete gut of, of everything outside, tearing everything and, and completely redoing. And being a part of that project, uh, you know, having to meet with all the turf companies. And, and I remember my, my time at the NIAAA conference when I was uh, in uh, Nashville. And I was, my job was uh, I'm going out there and I'm seeking every possible turf vendor that I can find and knowledge and information and attending workshops and, and going all that so I can bring it back to my school and say, hey, here's the turf we should get, or here's the company we should bid on, or here's how we should kind of, you know, roll things out like that. So I, I definitely enjoyed um, that project of our, of our school up until even last year when the final pieces kind of went in uh, to our school. But, um, you know, there are other major things that have kind of happened over, over my time at, at, at Caesar Rodney that kind of have, have put me into the the position that I am, you know, right now is, as athletic director of, of our school, but I definitely like this idea of, of the projects and, and trying to make our school better. And, and one of the things I always look at is that wow factor. Uh, when I go to other schools, I take notes. I say, what is a wow factor at that school? And then what can I do at Caesar Rodney to make our school be a wow factor at that same possibility? When someone walks into our gym or somebody, you know, steps onto our, our, our turf fields, um, most recent project we just got done was I was able to get those shelter covers put on our, uh, our turf field uh, to which our, our school is the only one in the state that has, you know, shelter covers for our girls field hockey team, our boys soccer team, you know, any teams that are using our auxiliary turf now have a little enclosure area to go if it's cold or rainy or, you know, something like that out uh, to kind of protect themselves. But little things like that, we've, uh, we've upgraded all of our uh, uh, fields ha now have Pixelot cameras. We have five of those on, on our campus, baseball, softball, auxiliary field, our gym right behind me, as well as our main stadium for our football team all have access to, you know, live streaming all of our events, all of which, you know, didn't take place prior to me 
you know, starting as the athletic director. So those have been some of my proudest, uh, most proudest moments as far as, uh, you know, an AD. And then obviously fundraising is, is always a, a fun one for me from, from selling uh, advertisements at our, at our game. Um, we have a video board that runs, you know, getting things like that on there. And, and most of them are just our local, you know, small town um, advertisement companies that just want to get their name out in, in our district. So, you know, those I think are some of the, the big ones that, that kind of come to mind when I think of, you know, my impact on what I've done at, at Caesar Rodney, at least in the last, you know, 10 years or so. Really, uh, really long list of uh, stuff. Uh, appreciate you sharing. You know, you mentioned streaming and I know there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, how do you do it at Caesar Rodney? Is it, uh, do you charge uh, subscribers for it? The fans, they have to pay a fee. Is it, you know, covered through sponsorships? How do you guys do streaming? So uh, it's through the NFHS network. So, um, you know, just like any other uh, paid uh, subscription, people would have to sign up and pay for either a monthly or a yearly subscription to, to be able to use it. But they get access to those videos forever. As long as you're a member of, you know, you've signed on, you're, you're able to view that, uh, those, those games and, and create highlight videos for your kids. And, you know, grandma in Florida is able to watch, you know, her grandson play a basketball game or, or whatever it is. So I definitely like that idea, especially with, you know, COVID over the last two years and not having the ability in some, some events to have spectators, it, it pretty much is, has become, you know, you have to have it now. Uh, so families can, can keep up with what's going on. So uh, I, I am excited that we do stream all of our games and, and regardless of whether it is a freshman contest or a varsity contest, um, you know, it only takes a couple seconds to program and I don't want to shortchange a freshman kid, uh, the ability for, for someone to watch them play as well. So we, uh, we stream as much as we can. No, you're, you're right. It's, it's really, if you're not streaming, you know, you're really missing out on a great opportunity to showcase your program, to get it out there and, and share it with your stakeholders. You know, very cool stuff. Again, for listeners, we're visiting with Robert Barant, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at Caesar Rodney High School in Camden, Delaware. We're going to be back with some more, but let's take another break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs for their support of the podcast. You know, the Wall of Fame is on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, visit vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. The FIAAA has a Wall of Fame video console for our organization's Hall of Fame and it is really a cool instrument. So check them out at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. All right, we're back with uh, Robert Braun from uh, Camden, Delaware. Rob, um, we've been asking our athletic directors a couple of different questions uh, in the past couple of months. And you know, one that keeps coming up is this idea of 
you know, how do you coach toughness? Um, you know, back in my day, a hundred years ago, you know, it was very common for my coaches to say, you know, come on, Jake, you gotta be tough. You know, you gotta suck it up. And, you know, now, you know, I think we know, you know, better ways to do that maybe, but how can an athletic director or a coach or a leader in this day and age, you know, coach kids to be tough because it's such a big part of athletics uh, while also being sensitive to and aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a, a Generation Z kid is experiencing. Do you have any advice for us? Uh, well, you know, one thing I think I learned when I took over at a very small school my first year as AD at Campus Community School was, uh, was the importance of, of really diving in and getting to know your kids. Um, you need to understand everything you can about all those kids that you're coaching, their backgrounds, where they came from, who they're at home with, where do they go home to, um, what do they have available to them, um, because that, that really helps you as a coach to develop a relationship with the child. When I was at, when I was at campus and I was coaching girls soccer, it was important to know every possible thing that you can about those kids, who their sisters were, brothers were, who their parents were, what did they do for a living? Because all those things help you to build that relationship. So then when you go to try and, you know, maybe pluck a strand, as they say, out of, out of a student athlete, um, you're able to get that because they know that you have vet invested yourself into that person. Um, you know, moving on here to, at a much larger school, it, it's, it's one of my uh, goals is to make sure that I make myself available to all of the student athletes that we have. I have over 750 student athletes at my school, uh, getting to know a little bit about each and every one of them. Uh, my goal is to know every one of them by name. Granted, I'm not coaching a sport because I'm in charge of all of them right now. But by being able to have that, I have kids come into my office and I can then try to maybe squeeze a drop out of them that I need to get out of them that I normally couldn't get if I didn't have a relationship with a kid. Um, I think that, that that's really where the, the grassroots of everything starts, the foundation of trying to develop you know, toughness in, in a child and seeing what a, what a person is actually made of is you, you got to get more out of than just who they are standing right in front of you, um, where they were raised. You know, some people had some tough parents, like you were saying before, you, you grew up in that raise where it's just toughness is just a part of it. Um, but now that that's, that's not, the, that's not the case with all of our, our student athletes anymore. Some of them have it. Some of them, you need to figure out a way to, to see if they have it. Um, and, and by, by being able to develop those, those significant relationships with those kids, um, I definitely think puts you in, in the driver's seat to be able to, you know, figure out more information about that kid, about what you could potentially get out. And, and, uh, that I think will, you know, develop that ability to make that child challenge himself just a little bit more. And, and you'll be able to see, you know, we'll call it the fruits of the labor of that. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of those lessons I wish I could have learned much earlier in, in my career, the, the old cliche, and it's certainly true. You know, they don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's just all about relationships. Great stuff. Rob, this has been really cool, you know, talking with you and getting to know you, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with what we call the athletic director's toolbox, uh, which is sponsored by athletic surveys by Lifetrack. In just a minute, we're going to come back and uh, we're going to ask you to send out a brand new athletic director 
on the very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys, and then we're going to find out what's going in Rob Ron's Athletic Director Toolbox. Once again, we want to thank uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect some really cool data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the parents and the players who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your players, you're really missing out on a great opportunity. Get in touch with the pros at Athletic Surveys and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Great. I look forward to that one. All right. We're back uh, with Robert Baron, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. Well, Rob, as I said, it's been really cool, you know, finding out about your program and all the things you do there at Caesar Rodney High School. But right now I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go into Rob Ron's athletic director toolbox? Well, Jake, I just want to give a shout out to you first. I got your book right here. Uh, I think you could see it somehow through my background. There you go. There. Thank you there so much. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have used that as my time as I was flying out to our national conference. So I've, I've reviewed some of those and, um, I, I know I said this in the beginning when I was talking about, you know, things that were important in my mentors, but I, I definitely think the first thing that I would put into there is, um, I just call it a family is, is, uh, you know, what you have at home and making sure that you are, uh, staying true and staying positive to, to that, because, you know, I have, I have a, a wonderful wife who's a teacher at the same school that I'm at, um, who, who has my two, my two kids. Uh, who are both going to be coming through, you know, the same school that I'm in right now. And um, it, it's important that you set time aside to, to spend with them, regardless of, of what that time is, whether it's going to practices with your kids or just throwing the football around in the backyard or, you know, just, just making sure that you're, you're having that time because, uh, you know, I was, I was told that time just, just moves. And, and Mr. Harvey, the former athletic director told me here when I, when I got hired that the first thing, you know, that I should put on focus is making sure that you have time for your kids, because, you know, that's one thing that he wished he had more time of because he was spending so much time at the school. Um, so, so I think that prioritizing, you know, what is really important and, and putting your family first and, and making sure that that is, is always there. And, and your administrators at your school are aware of that. And, and uh, that will definitely help to, you know, make things easier for, for you to, to kind of put things into, into priority. Um, second thing that I, that I put down on, on my list over here kind of stemmed from your book, chapter three, about knowing what your school is all about. Uh, talks about integrity and, and ethics. Uh, it's, it's important that, you know, one thing I always pride myself in is, is I'm, I'm always going to do the right thing. 
regardless of what that is. Uh, so as I'm scanning through, you know, a, a transfer kid that's coming into my school, what it, what is the right thing that you have to do to make it work for that child? Um, you know, or you know, uh, uh, any other issue with an eligibility question about uh, about grades or things like that. But I think that it's always important to put integrity and ethics first. And if you start to get those senses, we'll call them something sticking up on the back of your neck or anything, you're like, ah, maybe something's not right about that. Maybe something's not right about that. And you need to take another, another hard look at it. Uh, so I definitely pride myself in making sure that I'm, I'm always doing what is right to the best of my knowledge. And if I don't know, school bell, um, if I don't know uh, what the right answer is, just like anything else, I, I go find it and go find the right way to, to handle the situation and, and, and always just being true to yourself about that, because I think that that adds value um, to who you are as a person. If they know, you know, your school, your, your other athletic directors can always trust that, you know, you're going to do what's right for your school um, in, in all cases. Uh, and I think the, the, the last one I have down which I kind of touched on too when I first started as an AD was, was uh, relationship building. And that's where you're just, you're just meeting up with as many different people that are doing the same thing as you and, and just learning and just being a part of, of what they're doing every single day, exposing yourself to, you know, senior athletic directors, and then maybe making yourself a mentor for a, for a new athletic director, because you were there at one point in time. Um, and, and even just networking with, with other athletic directors that are not within your state. I mean, I met a ton of them at all these national conferences that will email back and forth or share ideas or, you know, just keep up with each other on how things are going. And, and I think that that is, you know, another important task is to surround yourself by those people that are performing the same job as you and, and are going to move you in the direction that you want to go, you know, as an athletic director and, and uh, those relationships you know, are, are, are things that last forever. I mean, some of my, my good friends in the state of Delaware right now are our athletic directors that I know I can trust and I can call, not even just from athletic director questions, but even, you know, other things, Hey, you want to go to a game together or you want to go do this together, you know, things like that, where, you know, you're surrounding yourself by those, those like-minded people. So. Yeah. I mean, just all, all around great, great tools and, in that spirit of connections, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and pick your brain a little bit and find out about some of the great things you're doing, how can they get in touch with you? So uh, my email is uh, Robert, R-O-B-E-R-T dot Baron, B-E-R-O-N at C-R dot K-1-2 dot D-E like Delaware dot U-S. Uh, or my direct line at my school is 302-697-4417. And I look forward to anyone wanting to call. I'm always open to, to talking about some ideas or emailing back and forth and, and sharing things that can make your programs better. So, And uh, Robert's information is also on the NIAAA portal. So, uh, you know, check it out there as well. Correct. Robert, thanks so much for uh, for being a friend of the podcast, and thanks so much for sharing today. Uh, really appreciate you helping us kick off 2022 in a really special way. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, uh, you, you guys are great to me. All your all your other listeners too. I want to give a shout out to all of them. I've always 
you know, try to get some information off from those guys as well. And, and just trying to just keep on learning as an educator and, and get better to provide for, uh, for my school the best I can. So thanks again, Jake. Hope everybody has a fantastic new year. Uh, and uh, shout out to my school. Let's go riders. Okay. Well, again, thanks uh, for all you do. Uh, looking forward to seeing you at the, the next conference down the road. For our listeners, um, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And we also want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more about the great things Hometown Ticketing can do for your school by going to hometownticketing.com and talking to their professionals. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Thank you.